Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, a shady dude who knows jujitsu somehow gets into our house and reams us out about stealing his 20-year-old girlfriend. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, man, Jordan. You know, we have had some special guests in the history of this program. I mean, I'm talking about uh, major celebrities, rap stars, um, t- uh, television actors. Yeah, but not everybody... You know, if you're famous and you want to come on the show, great. So, I mean, we'll, co- look, we'll, Costner, we'll give, give me a call. We'll try you out, but that doesn't mean you're going to get the return invite. It, I Look, one time, you know, you invite Costner on. All he wants to talk about is humans with gills. Mm-hmm. And it's fine once. And pitching a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine once. Sure. You know, it's great. We, oh, he's handsome. Sure, we got a boner out of it. Absolutely. Um, but was, we got to hear some great genie triple horn stories. But you have to. She's be, always fun. You have to be something special to get invited back. The first time's a gimme. Sure. But you have to have something special to be invited back. Now, Jordan, we've established how special you have to be to get invited back. Yeah. How special do you have to be to get invited back multiple times? In fact, let me let me ask you. Let me put it a different way. How special do you have to be? To be fast becoming a regular. In uh, in something we like to call the Hat Trick Club. That's for three timers only. Mr. Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> or maybe you just have my phone number. It's true. You are one of it's the few okay. successful stand-up comedians who I do have in my uh, phone address. Book. I've won via my MADSC in the alphabet. I, I, I'm, recently, I'm there. I recently traded in my phone, uh, but it had broken, so I couldn't get the numbers off of it. And uh, so now I really only have uh, the total people that I have on my address book is my wife, uh, Jordan, and um, Todd Glass. Comedian Todd Glass, oh, nice. because it 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 uh, got lost like immediately before I had to call him for something when when we were at a comedy festival in Portland. Mm-hmm. Like I've met Todd Glass once in my life. I like Todd Glass a lot. He's a hilarious. Comedian. You should have him on the show. Yeah, he's he'll be on the show eventually. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. So if I if Teresa or uh, Jordan are busy and you know I just want to talk, I guess I just have to call Todd Glass. Yeah. Chris, you're lucky your name is so early in the alphabet. If you wouldn't have picked up, uh, our guest would have been Dom DeLuise. Oh, man. He's been doing great. He's, uh, he's got new recipes to talk about. If, yeah. if Dom had picked up, it would have been Edgar Winters. Sure. I was just going to say things for And if you wouldn't have picked up, a fish. <laughs> I feel like that's just kind of cut out this alphabet thing while we're ahead. Now I was trying to think of a double A. Oh, yeah. You just have Alcoholics Anonymous people on. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about who we are. Right. And then they what just... What about baseball's greatest slugger, Hank Aaron? He's, he's uh, like that's, in the middle. What about, that's H-A. What about Aaron Neville? Uh, I was under the... With Jordan's phone, I created a new phone where it was my first name that 
Probably. Right. I don't know why I did that. We all know it's your last name and then a comma. No, no, I think uh, with with my phone it is first name. Oh, and oh. with that joke premise I was going with. See, I see. I know a little okay. bit about his friend. Hank Aaron right. would be down towards after way down, like three fourths. After Gordy Howe. Yeah. Hockey <laughs> great Gordy Howe. I was going to say G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> uh, anyway. This is the stupidest joke we've ever done. <laughs> we, we, this is our 101st episode. This yeah. is a new low. We're just shuffling through consonants. <laughs> this, is, this is a joke that is for a three-year-old. Uh, hey Chris, you're on the hundred uh, and first episode. Does Thanks. that feel like a distinction? Uh, yeah, things are different around here. The place is clean. Uh, it's my fourth time, right? I think third time. Third. Third. Uh, I I think one time I had a vivid. No, four because I think he's been on twice with with the two times that you ran that you did the show solo. He was on both of those, right? I'm confusing it for the time we came in and did voices for that cartoon with those racist dictators <laughs> who were super fond of the N-word. Kind of a creepy punk rock guy. Yeah, yeah, that was maybe I'm confusing that for a podcast. Uh, maybe we can briefly uh, catch the audience up. This that was, was uh, terrifying. Totally terrifying. <laughs> we did this. Uh, it was this kind of project that ne- never got off the ground for for Fuel TV, uh, which Wait, employs. Wait, that's not happening. I, I wow. yeah, sorry. It's amazing when news gets when news breaks. Sometimes you're. <laughs> it has been <laughs> over a year. I think. I still had my fingers crossed. No, yeah, on one years. hand, they still keep dangling the. Uh, yeah. Dangling the. It might thing. happen. It might happen. Uh, this was a project for Fuel TV, which employs me uh, and also uh, Chris uh, ha- from time to time. Has nothing to do with my multiple appearances on the show. Uh, no, absolutely that not. We work together. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> um, anyways they they it was this kind of idea for a cartoon show the premise being kind of crusty old skateboarders from the 70s you know yelling about kids today mm-hmm. and and Chris did one of the voices and also one of the voices was actual one of those guys yeah, Dwayne Peters Dwayne Peters and uh, Steve Olson was here. Which guy was the terrifying guy? Was that Dwayne Peters? Yes. He's, and we he's more say, frightening of the two scary men. <laughs> when, <laughs> we say, when we say that they were going to do it, so J- Jordan emailed me and said, hey, you know, we, we were going to record some tracks as we're trying out this animated yeah. series. Maybe we could just do it in your studio. And I'm happy to do that. It sounds sure. like fun to me, yeah. you know. Sounds like a neat thing. And, of course, I love Chris Fairbanks. I love Jordan and, Morris. And so. you're a fan of colorful language. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, not as much of a fan as I thought I was yeah. before this experience. And uh, Jordan comes by, and you know we're we're getting ready to do this thing. Chris Fairbanks comes over, and there's these two men coming with Chris Fairbanks, and I the best like the best analog I I could have is maybe like an Iggy Pop. Like that kind of like a, a little bit too old to be so wiry strong. And mm. a little bit... Uh, They're of... fat and buff at the same time. <laughs> yeah. At, at once, giant beer bellies, but like giant biceps yep. for some reason. Like, I don't know how, what, in what way you have to work out Vein to do location? That. Yeah. Just for locating veins. That's why I occasionally curl. <laughs> so I don't have to do that deal where I go into my fingernails. I'm talking about heroin, everyone. <laughs> I'm not putting it past those two thugs. <laughs> and they they had the fire in their eyes. Yeah. And I don't know, were they um do you think Chris, this is just just a guesstimate on your part. 
But you would you guesstimate that they were in an altered state or that they were just in a permanent altered state because per- their brains had been the scrambled? The latter, yeah, because p- I think they were both in recovery and drinking lots of coffee. I think they were hyped wow. up on caffeine. But Wow. Yeah. I they, I have not, like, the their level of coherency I, I would put at a three That's out of ten. from past interactions with chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh and just and just uh just scary men with mm-hmm. scary skull faces. <laughs> scary skull <laughs> saying scary, terrifying things and then laughing death rattles. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I you know, it's it's weird because you don't you know, you don't wanna tell, you know, the the jittery pacing junkie Who's he, doing you a favor, sort right, of. Right, who, yeah. who also is doing this gratis and, you know, yeah. lending his credibility to the project, which yeah. is uh, which is priceless. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you, but but also you don't, wanna, you don't want Jesse's neighbors to hear the N-word being screamed <laughs> from As your they apartment. Were moving, weren't they moving? And so they were in the hallway already. They were, like, moving a, slowly moving a couch so they could pick up three or four sentences. Yeah, yeah and... boy, howdy. <laughs> And just and, and it was one of those things where you can't I even I like I'm I'm a host you know and I my, I'm doing this as a favor for my pals and and I understand I understand from seeing their reactions that this isn't what they was head signed up to bring to into my home but at the same time it really like there's no like one of the things that I I had this conversation with Teresa my wife the other day about like me growing up in kind of a tough urban neighborhood and her growing up in sort of a, a, a suburban-y, fancy neighborhood, even though I think our, our families were pretty similar in terms, of, uh, in, in terms of their economic states, was that a big memory in, in my mind uh, was scary junkies and scary winos and like not scary junkies and not scary winos. Well, there's, most junkies are scary, but there's not scary winos. There's like, ha-ha, look at that wino kind of winos. The playful ones that... Burp, right, burp bubbles. Yeah, but like, <laughs> and wear clown makeup. Yeah, but like there were there's certain <laughs> there's certain ones, and they they have a hat, and like uh, you know, the top is kind of cut out, it's kind of springing up like the yeah. top of a, a yeah. tin can. And how is there a flower in there? Yeah, there's a I flower know, coming there's out. A flower mm-hmm. growing out because they've never cleaned their Some, head. Sometimes a kitten. Yeah. Um. So, but there's this kind of person that you see just walking down the street, who just looks like looks like they're really hungry and is ready to knife right knife someone and these these guys had that had that quality and it and it doesn't matter like in some cases this person may be may seem also like their they've their life has fallen apart and they're like a total disaster but they may also see have that quality but seem relatively together otherwise right. and you know that's why you know like they can still keep an apartment because they have some skill or whatever but they're ready to knife, nonetheless. <laughs> like I think both of those guys have raised kids that are, or one the other guy had. Yeah, yeah, no, they're both. Uh, uh, Dwayne Peters kind of keeps on his feet by being in a kind of a credible punk rock band. Yeah, and and um, uh, it reminded me a lot of like the uh, when my dad. I've talked about my dad taking me to AA, but my, my dad went to this AA for your benefit, Chris, in the mission in San Francisco. Oh, um, and my my dad is a uh, my dad's a Vietnam vet, and um, he he feels most comfortable around other vets, like many vets. And um, my my dad, I mean, there there were points in his life when he was homeless, but by the time I was born, he was you know 
he he was capable of feeding me. Sure. Um, and uh, but the AA that he went to was full of homeless, crazy vets. I mean, various levels. I mean, a, a scale. You know, there's 30 people in the room. Maybe only five are sincerely crazy. Oh wow. Um, but you know, the, I went to that a lot as a little kid. That was the situation that it sort of reminded me of. So you were an Alateen member? Yeah, I was Alateen. I was Alateen. Yeah. No, I I wasn't Alateen. I was just there, along uh, for the ride. Mixers. Alateen mixers. Yeah, there was uh, multiple. There was all school dances. No, I don't know. I don't remember anything with other kids. I always remember being the only kid. Oh wow! <laughs> Watching people smoke and drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, two, they two drink things so I'm addicted much to coffee. Now. <laughs> I'm addicted to caffeine. So you blame Alateen and coffee and having diarrhea. Huh? For the audience's benefit at home, Chris just did a high gymnastics kick. I did a kick. high gymnastics the kick. The kind where you tap you tap the end of your in toe of, to punctuate uh, something. Yeah, in, in lieu of the words punctuating it, I added a visual kick, but I guess that was lost. No, no, I feel like now that we've described it, yeah. the audience can go back and listen to it as if they were Keep seeing the Keep in mind, my toes kick. hit the tips of my fingers. It's very flexible. Me, very, very yeah, flexible. yeah. So only... you, Chris, you. you knew Thanks, these guys Chris. at least a little bit, so you maybe had a better, uh, a better w- w- judgment of the situation than I did, but did you feel like at any moment shit might pop off? Uh, yeah, especially, I'm, I'm, uh, I judge people by questionable tattoos, uh-huh. and there was some uh, there was some designs on there that were maybe uh, influenced by ways of thinking that I do not agree with. For instance, uh, Donkey Hitler. <laughs> yes, there was a Donkey <laughs> Hitler scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elaborate. When and you say full Donkey bicep. Hitler, you mean like you're talking about like a, 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 a personification of a donkey. Uh, as Hitler, yeah, just a little mustache. As Durfuer, just yeah. a uh, mustache and weird tattoo. Maybe like what's weird about it is it is they put <laughs> the donkey, the donkey with the haircut and the mustache. Then they also drew the throngs of uh, of Germans listening to the speech. Yeah, I so almost, that's why it was full arm. I feel like it was a anti-Hitler. Hard to say yeah, what his donkey. position it was. He's like, I'm not taking one position one way or the other. I'm just saying. If Hitler existed, this is what he would look like as a donkey in front of hundreds. And I'm not hundreds. saying what he was, what he did was good or bad. He's saying, look, this is art. Tattoos are art, and my, my what I'm suggesting here is let's think about what if Hitler was a donkey. And, what would it look like on my arm and on my back? What would it look like if uh? Elvis was a centaur. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrific. Elvis um, wasn't a centaur? No, no. But I just assumed what that he was. Yeah. In front from, of a great... From, it's funny, because you can get the impression from contemporary depictions that he was a centaur, but that's just actually just a really popular way to depict no, it. You don't see Elvis a lot from the waist down. No, no. no. They never they never photographed him that way. I mean, they cut... To, you know, you you, 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 think, you watch all those old, you know, kind of top-of-the-pops TV shows. And they're cutting... They're trying to cut above his hips, because they don't want to see him do any sexy gyrations. Yeah, yeah. And then someone, yeah, someone, yeah, blamed it on a his lot of pelvic But what they really didn't Solomon want, think they that, just yeah. didn't want to see his giant horse dick. Yeah. His <laughs> giant erect horse. That's what they were really afraid of. Because he totally got a boner whenever he was on TV. Because he was such, so, yeah. <laughs> um, can we, uh, can, can I, and you guys, you guys were nice enough to open up, Chris. You talked about uh, Alateen and, you know, your... You know your your problem with cigarettes, and Jesse, you talked about your dad. Do you, do you guys mind if I maybe opened up about a little bit of a 
a little bit of an, an addiction type problem yeah, that I've yeah, been, sure. been having. You need to talk. Is this a safe space? Yeah, you need to talk something. Else. I do, I do. Um, I'm here to listen. No, here's a kind of a new development in my life, which is uh, and occasionally interrupt. Jordan, this, yeah. is the per- <laughs> this is the perfect place to talk it out or walk it out. The teen dance craze. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear. I they mentioned that at the end of a Mr. T video. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, be somebody or be somebody's fool. Uh, yes, uh, I've uh, recently in my life. I'm talking about the last year. I've been uh, sleepier than I would like to be. I've been like a, a sleepier person than I would usually you say groggier? am. Groggier? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely I, drowsier. You know, I, yeah, I definitely f- maybe fall asleep as soon as I get indoors. General malaise. Uh, it's not a malaise. Okay, it's more of a more of a stupor. I was gonna suggest you, you see, had mono. You yeah, haven't yeah. lost. You haven't lost your passion. No, I still have a joie de vivre. But because uh, uh, I, I, I can see the fire burning in your eyes. Sure, but I can't uh, stay up long enough to really suck the juices from life. You look oh, like wow, you could. Yeah. You look like you could uh, stab somebody if you needed to. I if uh, if that would. Yeah, you look yeah. like you have a violent... The situation demands it. Do you know it? about that loosey-goosey gait? You know the loosey-goosey walk of a of a wino? The difference between just somebody who's a drunk and somebody who's a wino is that kind of upsetting loosey-goosey walk where yes. they're walking, probably sort of popping their arms during the middle of the day, and it's it's like your babysitter's mom and you're scared of her? Right. Okay. Okay, anyway, Jordan, go ahead. Jordan, <laughs> Your on. point was that exists. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm still upset. I'm okay. Still, I'm still recovering. No, no, fair enough. Do you ever have that loosey-goosey energy? Uh, is no. Is he was asking. No. Uh, uh, so you're lethargic. So yeah, but I've been wanting to, you know, stay out more and be a little more social or maybe even just, just get some work done when I get home from work. You can get some extracurricular work done, some writing or something like that. Um... Uh, anyway, so I'm like, well, I should, uh, I should not give in to my, these first impulses to fall asleep. Um, you know, I'm thinking of ways to do it. Uh, uh, you know, I don't, uh, coffee, coffee's good. Um, but, uh, but something that I found was more convenient was, uh, the office I work in, uh, I mentioned earlier, Fuel TV, uh, deals a lot in the action sports. So there are, uh, energy drinks, everywhere action drinks yeah yeah um they they uh they're big sponsors <laughs> of the programming uh so they're uh, every kind of energy drink you would want you know you got the you know you, you got your red bulls your monsters your rock stars but then some crazy obscure ones go girl yeah we have, i've had a go girl so, yeah yeah it was great a little more pep i'm gonna nice say nice boobs by the way yeah thanks have thanks. you always had those i've really been drinking a lot of go girl you guys <laughs> you have giant breasts go now. girl and go girl oh i did i remembered to buy you that yo play you asked for. <laughs> oh yeah my activa mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you're what must be going on in your intestines right now uh, only me and uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis thank you. Um, Punch to the kick. Anyways, and I've always had a bad. <laughs> I've always had a bad. Uh, <laughs> I've never liked energy drinks, and there was even one time that kind of I feel like cemented how I felt about them. This is something for fuel where I had to have energy drinks dumped on me, Ugh. like three or four of them, Ugh. and uh, it it stained my skin yellow, and it's kind of like well. If my skin is stained, what is this doing to my delicate body? Oh, wow. Uh, anyway, so I've never liked them, but I'm like, well, this is, you know, these are free, and it was appealing to my kind of cheap side, and I'm like, well, I can, you know, I can have a little sip, and, you know, I can stay up, and, and sure enough, I, I, I did, I would have a little sip, and, uh, and and feel great, and power through, and I felt like I was staying out, and being more social, 
and uh, uh, getting 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 extracurricular work done. Uh-huh. Uh, and now it's to the point where I was I was I was taking them home in my jacket. Like I was wrapping up energy them? drinks in my. I didn't want people to see me just walking out with eight energy drinks, so I would wrap and them up in a jacket. You didn't want to buy them, despite yeah. having a successful professional career. No, sure, to, absolutely. So you're industry. stealing them. I'm from. I mean, it's not. They're free. They're 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 you're delivered gratis by the company in your jacket and going out the door hoping sure. no one sees you. You're stealing. And I bet you went home and drank them alone. Uh, yeah, and uh, I would drink them, uh, and I would drink them over ice. I would make a little cocktail sometimes. Oh. I got to the point where uh, I had brands that I. I preferred over other ones. What was your top brand? Uh, uh, I love I I love the Monster products. All the Monster products are great. Uh, I love a Monster Chaos, especially that's Chaos with a K. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh huh. And the Rockstar Juiced. I'll have in a pinch. Uh, let me ask you this in question, a pinch. Jordan. Have you ever Have you ever gotten to the point where you use too much, you're getting edgy, and you have to use you have to drink reverse energy drink drank. No. You're familiar with drink? I'm not familiar with no. drink. It's a cool-out drink. Wow. No way. Yes way. It's a downer beverage? It's a downer beverage. It's modeled after drinking codeine cough syrup. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, drink. It's purple. <laughs> drink. Past tense. No. Like, drink. Because it's what you call, that's what you call, you call, if you're a rapper from Houston or whatever, you call uh, codeine promethazine <laughs> cough syrup drink. Oh, okay. or syrup, right? <laughs> syrup. Oh. oh, oh, I got you, Lil Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm actually um, Slim Thug, but yes. Oh, I, yeah, sure. Right. No, I I knew you were inspired by L Dub. Um, uh, at this point, Little <laughs> Flipper. <laughs> uh, at this point, like thinking about drinking an energy drink makes like I I get a a. Pavlovian mouthwater when I think about it. Like wow. honestly, it's it, it at this point it's it, it nothing sounds more delicious to me than like just Not getting even... a big bag of crushed ice, you know, filling just a, a a frosty glass and then pouring a pouring a monster over there. And 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 I really start to feel shitty. I was listening to the When you say the, um, nothing sounds better, are you including bugles? Yeah, those I'm, are delicious. I'm, I would go as far as to say better than fiddle faddle. Oh, oh fuck. come on! This is fucked up. Dude, I am not. I am. You not. have a problem. <laughs> um, and I was listening to the to the Adam Carolla podcast recently, uh, which which I like a lot. I'm glad he's doing that. Um, so am I. I've been listening to it too. Enjoy it a lot. And he was making this point. I he's, don't like it. Oh. Well, we'll just, just agree to disagree. Is it just because he's a little bit racist? It's because I haven't listened. Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, I take it. And he made the point. He says, think of the coolest guy you know. What is that guy drinking? He drinks water uh-huh. and coffee, uh, water and beer and sometimes coffee. Now think of the world's biggest dick. What does that guy have in his hand? Giant 24-ounce can of energy drink. And uh, it was so true. And every, everywhere uh-huh. I've been going, I've been noticing uh, total dickheads just uh-huh. sauntering around with a giant can of energy drink. And... Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, the, the, I, I I've been clean for a couple of days, but it's tough. Did you get a headache wow. when you when you stopped drinking it? Yeah, totally. I absolutely like felt you know edgy and upset, and I've I've been being I've been more tired. I noticed how petulant you were. Sure, very petulant. You've yeah. been petulant already on this show. So it's yeah. something that I've yeah, this is definitely an, an an ongoing fight for me, and it happened so quick. This Have is like all any... this happened over the course of like four weeks. Have you done or said anything racist? 
Or have you gotten any questionable tattoos? Yeah. Yes. Um, I do have a tattoo of an Eskimo harpy, but that's not a commentary on what uh, Eskimos are like. I just wanted to know what if I do, an Eskimo if, woman had bird wings. Do you think we're at the point where we say Inuit? Oh, sorry. It's okay. A First Nations person. <laughs> a first, that's good. Yeah. yeah, First Nations is work. correct, yeah. Uh, up there. They, anyway, so if anybody has any tips on uh, kicking the energy drink habit or a, or a substitute or a good stay up substitute, I uh, I would love to hear it. Well, so would I actually. I I have I'm going to admit now that I have a bit of an energy drink problem. Oh. I, the first problem being it's hard for me to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, how did you like? How did you how did you start? Like, what was the impetus for starting to drink them? Or are you just? I got tired of coffee and I started to think coffee was making me tired. Yeah. It's like, maybe it's because it's hot, so then I was drinking a lot of iced coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's, it's doing the same thing. You so just then needed energy. to kick it up a notch. Yeah, you add some sugar, because I drink straight coffee. Need some sugar. taurine. Yeah. Some I B12. Need some I need me some bowl product. <laughs> Isn't taurine? It's of the bowl. I, I don't, it's loosely I think it's, translated I, to of the bowl. I feel I like know. any, any one uh, of I those... think that's two guests in a row we've had who have had a, uh, had a, a strong Latin background. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> Good work. You like the you like the romance languages? Chris? Um, I love romance <laughs> and language. <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested to hear uh, I'm interested to hear people's uh, people's addiction to energy drink and how they kicked it, um, and, and any advice for Jordan on what he can do. I feel like people are just going to tell you to take ginkgo biloba. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. you think somebody is just going to call in and say take ginkgo biloba? I'm give it a shot though. Saint John's wort. Yeah, I no Catholics. <laughs> Sorry, or fat chicks. Yeah, no Catholic fat chicks. <laughs> well, you can be kind of fat. Okay, well the f- the phone number is two zero six nine eight four four fun. Uh, if you can help Jordan change his uh, damaging lifestyle um, as he transforms into uh, the world's biggest dick, um, we'll be back in just a second. Oh, on... if you have any tips uh, for frosting my tips. Hear those two as you hold an energy drink. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back in just a second. I Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Chris Fairbanks, three-time guest. Possibly four. We can't remember. Yeah, can't hard to remember. say at this it point. Three or four time guests. Don't we have an archivist out there who could maybe tell us? Well, somebody's going to have to check out jjgo.org and tell us. Yeah. Right? jjgo.org? Yeah. To look at the res- there's there's listings of that kind of stuff on jjgo.org. Sure. We haven't talked about that in a while. People should go there and, and add to the listings. Absolutely. You guys, I have a concern. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I live here in Koreatown. And it's I'm I'm happy with the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with my building, generally speaking. Happy with my block. I like the fact that there's a lot of Mexican babies, uh-huh. a lot of fashion students, um, a lot of uh, people studying to be a dental hygienist. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of dental hygienic schools down on the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things have occurred lately that have given me pause and led me to be concerned. Okay. Number one. It'd be funny if you said giving me pause and then you held up your hands and you had dog paws. Yes. <laughs> like, what have you been seeing <laughs> that gave you those? Um, uh, so, uh, number one, uh, there was a shooting on our block. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was we we were out of town. I get an email from uh, comedian Danforth France, uh, who lived down my block, and um, he says there's been a shooting across the street. I was up at two o'clock in the morning. I heard it, and uh, and I went outside and I talked to the cops and they took a statement and somebody got shot to death. So that's number one. Number two, I went out and you know when somebody gets shot in in a I don't know if people get shot in the neighborhoods where you live in. I don't know where you live, but I had one. I had one in my neighborhood once, and my and my neighborhood is fairly the opposite of this. There's a lot of uh, I I live in an area with a lot of uh, middle aged gay men, and uh, some kind of older Russian women, and uh, you know then just some kind of blondy L A types. Anyways, we West had a Hollywood. Yeah. So I I don't know if this was the case for you, but the but there was a um uh, uh there was a memorial. Uh, like an impromptu memorial at the place where the guy got shot. Um, the guy's name was Chino, apparently. Um, and Chino... Because of the type of pants he liked. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Named after the pants. And uh, Chino... Was he heir, an heir to a great pants fortune? The thing, the thing about these memorials, and you know, this is something, you know, people used to get shot in the neighborhood where, where I grew up, and, and somebody got shot across the street from my apartment in San Francisco, and... The thing about these memorials is you go check them out and you're of two minds, okay? Because there's two kinds of shootings, right? There's uh, there's set tripping gangbanger shooting, and then there's caught in the crossfire or um, or, or like uh, uh, you know lovers quarrel type shooting, right? Or confused hunter. That's what I grew up <laughs> yeah. with in Missoula, in Missoula, sure. Montana. Confused sure. hunter. And that's and that's because people weren't displaying the proper colors. And by proper colors, I mean that fluorescent Hunter's orange, orange, orange yeah. vest. Gotta wear orange. Um, God, you guys even know that. Yeah. So <laughs> um, uh, so you go to see this, and you're you're of two minds, right? One mind is I sure hope it's not like gang activity and there's gang shootings going down on my block right now. I hope it was just uh, somebody just got hit by somebody's gun or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But then there's this other part of you that thinks, and this is just, maybe this is just me, but you think, well, I'm not in a gang. So if there's a gang war outside of getting the the crossfire possibility, um, these things are usually going on at three o'clock in the morning anyway. You know, if it's a gang war, then at least nobody's going to shoot me because I'm definitely not, you know, I'm not showing colors. You know what I mean? Like, granted, I wear this blue bandana, but I think, you know, the fact that it's sort of a teal blue. And the Superman logo. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No one's going to shoot karate Superman. Right. So it was, it was, uh, and, and so you go to the memorial to check out what kind it was. If there's a lot of pictures of... Like uh, uh, like a thirteen year old in uh, you know a mortar board holding her eighth grade diploma, then you know it wasn't somebody that was set tripping. Right. And I went over there, and uh, every picture of Chino uh, features him throwing up uh, gang signs. Oh. Every single one. There's like six huge pictures of him. He's throwing up signs in every single one of them. <laughs> Um, so Even it's... when his grandmother took him. Exactly. Like, Here he is at Thanksgiving, and he's just <laughs> exactly. throwing a, a, a turkey leg down to toss up a W. Exactly. And so, um, and, and they weren't, and they weren't the cute kind. They weren't, they weren't like a W. Like it wasn't like the friendly. Right. That's could what I was also thinking. be something that an Asian teenager does. Yeah. They're for... complicated. Like looks like you're talking on the telephone, but there's a couple of bumps in the middle. 
You know, they like talking on a telephone in an elementary school play. Maybe he just. And then there's a word bubble coming out of the picture that says I'm in a gang. (laughs) Yeah. So I so I wasn't sure about that. Right. So things are going downhill because there is a gang slaying across the street from my house. Danforth, France, my neighbor, the comedian Danforth, France, who I run into sometimes. And we're not good friends, but I like to run into him because it's neat to run into somebody, you know, right? I've run into Danforth, France right before the podcast. Isn't it nice? Yeah. It's It's really nice. He's a breath. He moved out. (laughs) Moved Uh, out. Because. But hard to tell. Hard to know. Exactly. Hard to know. So he moved out. So I'm thinking shit's something's going wrong here. Yeah. Now, there's two things going on in my building now. That I have concerns about. And I need some help addressing these. Wow. I'm going to start with number one. On my floor, I started noticing that my hallway smelled like pee. Now, I live in a clean building. I, this is, a, this is a, not a fancy... I wouldn't call it a fancy building, but uh, you know they, do, they keep it up. It, they, it's, it's nice. It's vaguely Holiday Inn-ish, but like, you know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not like run down run or by a, a slumlord. No, it's not a slumlord situation at all. So it was weird that my hallway smelled like pee. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it to my building manager. He says, yeah, you know, it's, I, I noticed that too. Like, we're going to try and get the carpets clean. I'm not really sure what's going on. One of my neighbors tells me, oh, that's because our neighbor, uh, someone who lives on my floor, just lets their dog out to pee on the carpet. Wow. Doesn't want to go down the flights of stairs. There, my building has a dog peeing and pooping area. Doesn't want to go down there to let the dog pee and poop. So he's just opening the door, letting the dog go out into the hallway and pee, and then come back in. Oh, this is like a disgusting person. This is unbelievable, <laughs> yeah, right? This is a, this yeah. is un- and these are not – what's crazy about it is the people that own this dog. There's three dogs on my floor, um, and one of them's my dog who doesn't pee on the floor. One of them's uh, my neighbor's dog that I know very well and doesn't pee on the floor. And one of them is one that you never see down in the dog pee area, and I can only presume is the one that's peeing on the floor. Yeah. Now, this one, is, it's, its owners are a couple of, um, you know, like maybe late 20s, uh, professional-looking Korean-American folks. These are not the people whose apartment smells like spilt bong water, which is who you would presume would right. let their dog out to pee on the rug. Now, the other day, I'm walking down the hallway... And their dog pooped on the rug. Who lets their dog poop on a rug indoors you saw, and then just walk away? You saw the dog poop. Wait, did they pick I it up? I saw the poop. And you, okay. The poop was what? there. I did not see the dog pooping. You didn't see them looking over at like, good dog. No, I didn't no. see that. <laughs> That's how it is in Korea. I don't know if you've been to Korea. <laughs> I haven't been to Korea. They have little flags with the Korean symbol for poop, and they wave it in the dog's face till it poops. I right, have yeah, completely... Very... There's a lot you don't know about Korea. Look, <laughs> I, had completely, I had completely made my peace with other aspects of uh, Korean culture. I'm comfortable with my hallway smelling like kimchi and fish. Um, you know, that's fine. It doesn't, you know, it's not my favorite smell, but it's like people got to eat and they want to eat the kind of food they like. So, you know, that's totally reasonable. You're not complaining about Taekwondo. No. No. So, but the dog, (laughs) what person, what kind of sick person has, lets their dog poop indoors where they live and then just leaves it there? Like, it's one thing if they let the dog poop indoors and then they pick it up and throw it down the trash chute. Right. That's pretty gross. Yeah, that's, that's gross. Dog shit in the hall? Yeah, they're just dog shit in my hallway. And this is not... crazy. That seems evictable to me. You know, I live, in the top, I live in the top floor of this apartment building. So there's no way that it's someone just passing through with their dog that just let it do right. that, right? 
There's no way that someone came up the stairs to let their dog poop on this someone else's hallway. This is definitely an inside job. Exactly. This is undoubtedly <laughs> a, an inside job. So that's thing number one that I don't know how to address. Right. Okay, here's thing number two. Uh, I think I talked about it on the show, but a couple of months ago, uh, this, kind of, this, uh, this con man tried to run a short con on me and Teresa in the space of maybe two weeks. Um, it, was, it was him with a prescription script saying that he needed to pick up his HIV medication, but he needed uh, $20 cash and he wasn't near his bank. And could he take my name and address and I give him $20 and blah, blah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and, uh, and it was particularly notable because he said he was a gay gentleman like myself. I don't think you've talked about this on the show. So this guy said, uh, I'm a gay gentleman like yourself. And granted, I was wearing a bow tie at the time. So, (laughs) But it seems like a big presumption to make about somebody, right? Even if someone's trying to get money out of them. Got a cape made of men flapping. (laughs) There's no way you can just go and say that. And so I know, like, I know about this kind of shit. You know, like, I grew up in the city. Many people have run variations of this on me and then they've never gotten any money out of me you know like i know what it is and i just say no and i yeah. didn't feel threatened by They'll it or occasionally anything. get a hand job out of you exactly like i'll, I'll give them a quick I if i the... like if i've got the lube on me or whatever but <laughs> oh um, yeah no. or if your hands have too much lube on them yeah. from whatever you were doing earlier you're before, like well i want to before they became pause <laughs> right that's <laughs> a pre-pause that was a brief like moment another co- good callback that was a time because you don't want to you don't want an oily fuzzy hand job uh, <laughs> uh, that maybe hasn't been clipped i mean yeah. I, I do yeah. but, i do but that's my own thing that's like my own whole generally some i'm saying generally, generally one does want not dog want pause that. greasy so, dog and pause and this guy you know, like, like when there's dog hair you know people you can tell who has yeah. a dog because their clothes always have a little bit of dog hair on them it's sort of like you same can tell with how somebody dick. has same a dog because their dick has a little bit of hair on them anyway um, My dick's covered with chicken feathers yeah. <laughs> right now. That's um, just because you have a medieval torture fetish. No, no, you no. I just, I just have a down um, comforter. So, uh, so, so, so this con man sort of cuts a distinct, distinctive figure. He's sort of a short black guy. There's not, not that many black folks in my neighborhood, mostly Latino, Korean, and, and mm-hmm. uh, white folks. So it's... It, and certainly, there, most of the black folks that there are are kind of younger, student-y types and not kind of older, middle-aged types. So to see sort of this short, um, middle-aged guy, and he was missing a couple teeth, and it was a really cut a distinctive figure. And so I had told Teresa about this, and they described him to her. And a couple of weeks later, she said, you know, that guy who did that, he, he tried to do the same thing to me with the prescription script and saying you need AIDS. Everything. I'm a gay gentleman like yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> same script. And so, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm an inner city youth. Like, it's no big deal. It's not the end of the world to have a, a, grif- a neighborhood grifter. No, you know, there used to fine. be this couple who would go door to door in my neighborhood uh, telling people they needed $20 for a train ticket and blah, 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 same sort of thing. And they did this for, I think, 10 years straight, you know, to the point where they'd been to your door. This is like the sixth time that they were asking for $20 for, for a train ticket. And and so, like, I'm thinking, like, this is a weird thing to be happening in my neighborhood, but it doesn't stack up against the gang killings in the um, MS-13, the world's most dangerous gang, gang graffiti all over everywhere, Which right? Which got Dan Forth France running away with his tail between Exactly. His so, yeah. I, Pussy. it's no, no big deal. He's great. 
One day Teresa Why did I say that? One day Teresa walks up from walks up from school, like walks up from the lobby of our building and says, Jesse, that guy is in the lobby of our building, like wandering around. And so we're like, God damn it, because people always leave the uh-huh. gate open or whatever. We're like, this fucking dr- drifter grifter is in our building. So we call the landlord. He says, I'll go yeah. I'll go deal with it and you know, so on and so forth. And then a, a couple of weeks later this happens again. Come to find out this guy is living in my building. Wow. He lives in my building. Yeah, he's using his scam money. He's, yeah, he's paying his rent. And, using, and, uh... and has been approaching you in front of said building? Well, he had a, I don't think he lived in my building. Here's what's going on right now. As I, as I understand it When he was in right there now, scamming you, he's like, this is nice. This yeah, guy, I'm moving in. This guy is sort of little, and he looks like a – he's sort of like a little kind of like – Ben Vereenish, kind of like a like a middle aged round headed man, kind of slight and short. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a situation where he like he has another job. He's you know he's whatever he is, and then but you know he did some grifting at so he, some point. He and just, you know for he, Vegas money or yeah, just whenever right, he gets exactly. the, when he, for the thrill. Sure, I think that might. So as I understand it right yeah. now, there are these two younger guys. Gay gentlemen like myself, uh-huh. I can I I can only presume I don't know who live in a, an apartment on the first building of my uh, on the first floor of my building, and uh, these two guys appear to be harboring this man. Really, these guys are like I would uh, guesstimate their age at twenty three. I would say they're they're they could be gay. Um, if they were gay, they would be of the sort of homo thug variety. Um, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of kind of hip hop baggy jeans types. Oh, sure. Um, and, uh, and this guy is, uh, when I've seen this guy, I've since seen him in the lobby of my building and he's, he's sort of wearing casual clothing of the kind that like a 45 year old black guy who used to be like a, that kind of like Carl Connie jeans, you know, like something that was sort of like a, like Steve, like you feel like Steve Harvey would wear to a, <laughs> a really casual occasion, like a super casual occasion, like maybe what he wears when he's, when he visits the old neighborhood. So he's or a little like hip hop too. A little bit. Yeah. But in that sort of 1991 Marshall's way. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I kind of Simbad ass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he owns I, a purple blazer without well, sleep. Like a, <laughs> like a rundown, but that's, so he wears that for for when he goes out on Saturday night. That's right, not what right. he's wearing oh, okay. around the building. It's wear. more, yeah. It's more of like it's sort of like he has Sinbad's. Like he he knows Sinbad, and like when Sinbad's done with something, he lets him have it. Like it's sort of worn a little bit worn out. Like Sinbad only bit. wears something once. That's, That's what I've heard about oh, okay. Sinbad. Well, I've heard yeah. a lot of shit about Sinbad. If you want to talk about shit, we've heard about Sinbad. I mean. You know, we can start. We can start with the uh, animal fur that's on his dick. Sure. <laughs> it's an unusual animal fur. I couldn't tell you which one. Um, so I don't know what to do about this situation. It seems like my whole life is falling apart. Outside your, it's everything just... outside my door is going to shit. Don't worry about those hallways. What do I do when I see this guy who tried to grift me in the hallway? Do I say hi? No, just say I know what you're doing. Do I say that? I, I feel. What, what if he shivs me? Yeah. What if he no, has a dangerous sure. side? You described him as Ben Vereen, who I know to be an extra, a guy, an actor, <laughs> like that a really sweet tempered Webster's fella. uncle at one point. Yeah, I think he was on that. Sounds right. Once. Yeah. And I found that guy to be delightful. If this guy's anything like Ben Vereen, 
yeah. you can approach him. He'll have a, you, well, say, you both have a good laugh about it. I, I know what you've been doing, and he'll, that could be anything to him. Do you think I could offer it to accompany him in a show tune? Yeah, that'd be... See, you should turn this to your advantage if this could turn to a duet. Like, hey, like, hey, do so you think I should run by him? Like, if I run into him in the hall, I'll say, hey, I bet you know Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> and I just bring out a keyboard and just start plunking away. That would... That's one see, option. You, this is the direction I think you need to Except go. Because then I could transform him from grifter to song and dance man. Yeah, it's an easy transition. <laughs> um... Uh, um, I feel like I want to go back to the dog shit thing. Just I think I feel like you can get the people evicted for that. I feel yeah. like you can just tell the landlord but that that I, happened the and thing, then get them I, thrown I out. I haven't seen them do it. I I've only been able to use my inductive logic yeah. to figure out that it's them. Like I could, I mean, they shampooed the carpets and it didn't smell like pee, and then it smelled like pee again. So it has to be something regular. So it just can't be something casual. But theoretically, they could claim that maybe either that I did it because okay. I have a dog, sure. but I know my dog pees outside, right? And I know the owners of the uh, the other dog on the floor, and they have trained their dog to do this thing where they like put their hand near the ground and pull it backwards, and it does kind of like a commando crawl across the ground, and that is not a dog that pees in a hallway, right? You right. know what I mean? So maybe you need to get together with them, have a conversation with them. Oh, we've had th- these people are they're the they're sort of the um uh, they're sort of the other uh the other kind of younger white people in our building and uh they're sort of from the Midwest and they all they always want to gossip with us and be um they're very nice people but very mildly racist. Yeah. Like just, just like not 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 even specifically racist, but Although just you did, you actively did not understand. To point out, you did want to teach the African American grifter to sing and dance like Ben Vereen, right. and that was your. I idea. was just saying, he looks like Ben Vereen. I was joking when I brought that up. He looks like <laughs> Ben Vereen. You flew with it. So they're granted. I'm more racist than they are, but <laughs> they they clearly fear people from other cultures, and it bothers the... it bothers them a little bit that they're different yeah you know what i mean like it's they don't have a very like they're they're nice people so they're not doing anything bad towards people but they definitely like are baffled by the idea that other people from other countries behave differently than they do wow so i feel like i don't like i like that our dogs are friends and i like that we can talk with them in the hallway because they sincerely are very nice but I don't want. You're just worried it'll turn into a race war. I don't want to team you up, wanna... and then it becomes right. a race war. Yeah, no, the minute you describe them, I was like, "Hey, you can't team up with them. That'll look bad." Yeah, I feel like it would totally look bad. Well, I don't. I mean, I think it, not only do, would it look bad, it would be bad. Like it you would... can maybe invite them onto the team when once you has once you've got some other races in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I feel like maybe I need the like the uh, the Filipino college students that moved into my old apartment uh, when I moved down the hall. Uh, the ones, the ones that, uh, uh, the ones that mark my ma- mail uh, that goes to my old address returned to sender, uh, even though I went and knocked on their door and, and said, "Hey, you know, I just moved down the hall, so if anything happens to come for for me yeah. here, yeah." So I maybe I could get them on on board. I don't know what to do. I feel like my world is falling apart. You need to you need to catch that dog in the act and act right then do you think i should set up a blind you know about hunting you're from you're from montana yeah should you set up a crow's nest (laughs) a a, a nearby telephone pole 
do you think I could? Do you think I could set up? I mean, there's different stuff. Do you think I should put deer urine on myself? I think, yeah, I that's think one solution. You should cover yourself in urine, regardless if you investigate this dog thing. Right. Okay. You should just cover a good policy. In, yeah. Okay. So, so what we're looking at right now is cover myself in urine, um, possibly look into building a crow's nest, and then take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> cover yourself in pee. And get a bird's eye view on everyone. I mean, don't overthink it. Just start there. Yeah, just see what happens. Roll with it. I thought about I thought about making taking some kind of either active or passive aggressive action against these people with the dog. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit scared. I, like I wasn't scared of the grifter in the street because um, I knew he was like small and he wasn't acting aggressively. Right. But I'm worried if I gave him time to plan whether he would be oh. do something. You if you know, maybe talk to, to him, talk to him long enough, he would uh, he would figure out about your glass jaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he would know that that's the way to take you down. Exactly. <laughs> so so I'm I'm a I like I feel like that I'm definitely leaving to the landlord. Yeah, that one. You don't want that guy pulling a chino on your ass. No, you not don't want at him all. constructing any, any sort of fake casino. What if this guy's in, in the? Your, what if this guy's that's from the Sting? In the, what <laughs> that's if what happened in that movie? In the middle. What if this guy's in the middle-aged African-American wing of MS-13, the world's most dangerous gang? Oh man. That could be really trouble for me. Any of the 13s. What if he makes you watch the most dangerous game? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to spoil it for you. It's man. <laughs> um, so I thought about like taking, like knocking on their door and being like, um, I, their English isn't that great. That's one thing. Like I've, I've talked to them because this dog that I'm presuming is the culprit is a really cute dog. Jesse, deer urine. Okay. For God's sakes, crow's nest. So I just have to Binoculars. put on the deer urine, and then I'll take care of it. I mean, I mean, you'll that's I'm you'll just figure out what to do. Your next instincts after will you pick up that. from yeah. there. Yeah. Do you think I should get a blunderbuss? Can I buy a blunderbuss? If if that's how you feel after or an the elephant deer gun? urine, do get an elephant musket. Okay, great. So the seems like it seems like the the course of action here is I should get an elephant gun, mm-hmm. um, cover myself in deer urine, check, build a crow's nest, perhaps by stringing a hammock-like uh, system of ropes from between uh, the different sprinkler pipes in the ceiling of the hallway. Okay, we're, it'll be indoor. I was thinking outdoor, but yeah, the walls and windoors. Yeah, right, I mean, the whole thing's should, indoor. That's should the be problem. In the hallway. Yeah, That's yeah. our concern. Yeah, here. yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, okay, and then I just lie in wait. Mm-hmm. Should I build a pulley system for food? Ah, uh, you're gonna need a dumbwaiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know who I really need to talk to? Julia Butterfly. Who's that? She's the lady who lives in trees. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she knows. She knows. She I'll knows. ask her about saving redwoods, and then she'll tell me the secrets, and then I'll let her know that it's because I want to uh, shoot my neighbors with an elephant gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh wait, I wasn't saying suggesting use the gun on the dog. It's just nice to have. No, the that. neighbors, not the gun, not the dog. Oh. The dog's adorable. I would right. train the, I would adopt the dog You're and train kill it to the be Korean neighbors. Well, not specifically because they're Korean. No, no, I was describing the people. No, I, I was, don't hate the Koreans. I was separating. I'm not them. Japanese. You've talked about several different neighbors <laughs> today, <laughs> and I was, I was, I was just trying to separate them from the other. Neighbors A lot of bad blood between the Koreans yeah. and the Japanese. There is. Let's talk about that. Yeah. We're, we're Listen, we're I don't fully understand it, but it seems to me that what's to blame is Taekwondo. 
Okay, well, we'll... I'll be it graceful. <laughs> we'll be back. Lots of kicks. We'll be back in just primarily, a second. It's primarily kicking. We'll, Taekwondo. It's an Olympic sport. You're thinking about jujitsu. No, that's grappling. A guy who knew jujitsu came into my house the other day. Do you want to talk Let's about talk about that, that in just a second later. when we okay. come back on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Chris Fairbanks over there. Oh, sponsor this week, Jordan. Sponsor all this month. Somebody, uh, somebody sent me a Twitter message asking, who was that print shop that sponsored Jordan Jesse Go last week? Well, guess what? We're back this week with more talk about VGKids.com. T-shirts, buttons, stickers, posters, fine products, reasonable prices. Stationery, even. Try that on for size. They'll print stationery for you. They will screen print stationery. Everything is perfectly registered, and they also do color process printing. There you go. That's what Chris Fairbanks knows about this kind of stuff. He's a man who designs a T-shirt from time to time. Here and there I do. Uh, I recommend, this week I am recommending that you use your 15% off discount that you get just for mentioning Jordan Jesse Go to purchase some buttons. Buttons. You can order buttons. They have buttons on silvery stuff, on paper, on sparkly stuff. Whoa. They've got buttons. These guys have, these guys have made stuff for, uh, uh, for our pal Jonathan Colton. I was just noticing that they make stuff for uh, mashup superstars, The Hood Internet. There you go. I don't know if you've ever heard of The Hood Internet. It's I've a... heard of their fine t-shirts, buttons, and stickers. <laughs> yeah, well. I don't know. I can't say much about their music, but I will say that their merch is second to none. Who hasn't? They also make special custom media packaging. So if you're in a band and you're say you're making a short run of a special CD that you're selling at shows or something like that, and you want... Uh, and you want the kind of packaging that will be uh, that will be something that makes someone actually want to buy a CD rather than download something from the internet. The uh, the something VG Kids folks, the VG Kids folks will make something that is beautiful. And I'm I'm actually looking at what they've got on their on their website right now, and they're really like it's they make special beautiful things. This is a great print shop for when you want something that is like sincerely handcrafted e. Oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? Aren't these nice? They We're just scrolling nice. through some some of the pics Posters. on the website. Look at this. Yeah. They have they made a CD uh, by by a band called Ad Astra. That's nice. Which you know, Jordan, of course, as the slogan of the Boner Society. Mm-hmm. Ever skyward. I mean, this is this is a beautiful CD too. So. And, <laughs> In other words, we can talk a little bit about the Boner Society okay. later. People have been wondering about the Boner Society. It is still going strong, needless to say. Is this a society you guys are members of? Yeah, would you like to join? Sure. Do I have to get a boner? Mm, it's a metaphorical boner. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Well, it just about... means you always try your best. Oh, well, then I think I'm already a member. <laughs> Um, so anyway, if you want, uh, if you want to uh, order any of these printed items, uh, or even just a sample pack of uh, just some some of the stuff they can do, uh, vgkids.com is uh, the internet URL. Vgkids.com. You can also give them a call at 800-528-6343. 800-528-6343. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, Jordan, but fifteen percent off just for mentioning wow. us. That is because they love Jordan Jesse Go, Jordan. Yeah, good for I them. Got, I got a really, I got a really nice, um, uh, I got a really nice email. I had talked with uh, James, 
one of the two owners, I got a really nice email from Ruth, uh, the other owner, James's wife, uh, who was so happy that we, we talked so nicely about it. I it's think a family she, business. I think she forgot that they business. had given us some money to do it. But um, they're really like uh, they're really happy to have done it. She even offered – she offered – we were talking about whether we could wear our own T-shirts for our own thing. And uh, she offered to send me a blank T-shirt that was just like a Jordan Jesse Go T-shirt but blank because I was complaining that I, I thought my Jordan Jesse Go T-shirt was really nice and comfy. Except I felt embarrassed wearing it because it was for my own thing. Oh, that's nice. Isn't yeah, that's nice? nice. That's thoughtful. Anyway. So they do do T-shirts. Yeah, they do T-shirts. Anything you can screen print. I and might, I might use them. There you go. And Chris Fairbanks is a, a sincerely a, a, a very successful artist and graphic designer who does a lot of uh, printing effects. Well, thank you. Not so much lately, but I enjoy it. <laughs> you should hire Chris Fairbanks to design something for you, by the way. Have yeah, you right. Seen? Chris, you designed the Bridgetown Comedy Festival logos, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're beautiful. I just did one for my own uh, self for promote to sell on the road to help yeah. pay for flights. There you go. Of a keytar with uh, turntables on it. So it's like this made-up instrument blasting through a brick wall. It's very... Uh, and it just says Fairbanks World Tour. But then there's an oh. asterisk that says... Chris Fairbanks does not play guitar or <laughs> or leave the country. <laughs> but uh, I already got those printed up. Okay, well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Gow. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Chris Fairbanks, three to four time guest. One of those. We really need an art times. We have we have four. passionate fans. We have folks who've gone back and listened to the from the first episode recently. We have folks who've listened more through more than once. Tell us how many times Fairbanks has been on. I I think it's three, and I'm confusing the racist uh, voice I recording. I think, but I, here's what I think. I think that you recorded with Jordan and Gene twice, and you did it once with me yeah. and Jordan. I think this is your fourth time. Maybe, yeah. Boy. I think Jordan has hosted the show twice, and both times he had Gene and you with him. I feel like I've been on more than once with you. Hmm. Yeah. So you think this is your sixth? How many times do you think? I... Have I, we ever done this show without Chris? Do you remember ever doing no, a show No, he's been here every Chris? time. You've been here 101 times, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sorry about all those times I haven't spoken up and I was just No, no, no. It's just fun to, it's fun to, Chris, fun to have you. I need to ask Covered you. I need to what? ask you. And you should, I mean, you can you can share what you want to share and not share what you want to share. But I'm a little Pardon bit me. I'm a little bit worried about you. Oh. Um, I'm a little bit worried about, frankly, your physical safety. Yes. Um, because it seems like it may be under threat. Yes. And, uh, there's been, and not just by the punk rock guy. No, no. So there, there's people like with those guys, it's like you said, they, you, they seem scary, but they, they have it together and they're, they're like likable and you can catch them smiling. Uh, there's also, as long as you're white, the, uh, scary, like focused young, what appears to be a successful young person Mm -hmm. who's more inside like a Patrick Bateman type. Yeah. Like a, like there's something burning. Yeah. And I met, oh, it, my, it started, see this little tattoo? I got a tattoo here. It's a little tattoo. Yeah. On my ankle. That's a, uh, it's like a, it's a 
that's a, a greater than sign. A less than sign. Less than so it's sign. Like excuse you're me. thinking of the alligator eating. Excuse uh, me. The alligator yeah. always. Uh, the alligator eats the bigger number. Right. Well, this says less. Yeah, less than three. It's a heart, an emoticon for a heart. Yeah. Which yeah. I got with a girl that I met after knowing her for a day and a half. And you, so you went out and she you got challenged, a, you got, is this a matching, is middle this matching of the day, tattoo? Yes, she also has one. Okay. Uh, and she said, I, we should get a tattoo, it'll be funny. And I'm like, I like funny stuff, and I got it. You're and, a professional comedian. Yes, uh, who's never had a tattoo before. But I was, I'm smitten with this girl, she might be too young for me, but I didn't, and I didn't know a lot about her, she's 20, and I'm 34. And as so, uh, well, I'm just admitting stuff now. Anyway, <laughs> at some point, my life is in danger. Uh, uh, so I spent a few Quick days... Quick question. Are you a gay gentleman like myself? <laughs> I dabble. Yeah. No, I am a, she's a lady woman. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, I've been with lady boys. No, um, I haven't. But uh, so she and I spent some time together. So you then... meet this girl and you like her. You like her enough I met her to at go a out Starbucks and, and get a text messaging theme tattoo. That was what she sent me when I first met her via unlike MySpace. And I'm like, what's that? A birthday hat on an ass? Or <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, no, it's a heart. Well, by all means, let me have it be permanent on my ankle. The most masculine place to get any permanent ink. All you thugs. Uh, anyway, I, I woke up. There's a up. lot of MS-13, world's most dangerous gang members oh, yeah. around here. Yeah, so. yeah. Gonna... Even the middle-aged African-American auxiliary is downstairs. So, well, I plan. I don't think any of them will have a series of emoticons around their ankle. Like, like a, next, I'm getting LOL, and then just all of them <laughs> around my ankle. And then you're like... getting the eight, and then the equal signs, and then the uh, closed parentheses bracket to make the dick. Oh, oh, that's a new one. I'm yeah. getting fullback ASCII art of a dragon. Yeah. I like I like the idea of emoticon uh, tattoos. <laughs> I wake up one morning. Uh, I'm putting on my pants. I don't have a shirt on yet. Uh, and a dude comes in my house. He's let in by my roommate, but he just says, Hey, it's Chris here. And he comes in, and then he comes into my bedroom and shuts the door, and his face is an inch from mine, and he's shaking and he's much larger than I am and, and very fit. And, uh, and uh, I was like, hi, I don't know you. And he didn't say anything. He just stood there. It was really kind of scary. And I wasn't wearing shoes. That's why I realized this whole thing. <laughs> if you needed I, to run, there's never you'd be at a, a more vulnerable time. And I bring up where the red fern grows when he stomped on his foot with a cowboy boot. That was like a scary part in the book to me. This some bully stomped on his toes with a heel of his boot remember that i, I, I like, don't uh, i have tender feet i can't even walk on gravel you have a, you have a reputation in the comedy community as a bit of a tender foot I, yeah people call me that they they mm. and uh and i i am a tender foot and i'm scared to not have shoes and i don't even like wearing shorts i hate my skinny legs anyway all of this i was totally out in the open and this guy and i said i think i know are you maybe this girl's boyfriend she said it was she was broken up with you, but I feel like with your anger level right now, maybe <laughs> it's not over. Judging, and... by, judging by your, your uncontrollable shaking yeah. and being in my yeah. house in the morning. Maybe there's some... And maybe you guys need to figure it out, at which point I will wait on the sidelines. I will quit seeing her if you want. And he was like, no, it's over, so go ahead. But he did say he came there to kick my ass, and I found out later he's a jujitsu. Uh, instructor guy, he, <laughs> which means that he would just grab my head and and 
Nimi repeatedly. Oh, we've seen we've seen Red Belt. Yeah, yeah. he it's a specific type of like a grapply wrestlery thing that where any of my street instincts and I've been in a couple of street squabbles. Uh yeah, they would shit do goes, Sometimes shit goes down in the If Zula. someone knows There's how certain to... things you know, what color to wear when you're hunting, right. how to tie a fly fishing tie, Yeah, you know, and, and uh, also... Where uh, Eddie Vedder's house used to be. Yeah. Wait, did Eddie Vedder grow up there? Uh, Jeff Ament, the bass player. Ah, shit. Well, Still a member of Pearl Jam. Yeah, I was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, and so I talked to this guy for like a half hour. He actually like... pretty. He didn't sit did down. Did he show you he, any moves? No, no, we didn't actually get that friendly. Uh, I think really... if I was him, I Pretend would show you're you coming move. at me with a knife like this. <laughs> yeah. oh, that'll be really handy, handshake, and he leaves, and I wave out the window. <laughs> well, he has since uh, called her and threatened her and threatened the two of us. And uh, But he's like a, you know, a 22-year-old dude that's doing pretty well, like has a medical job and seems like he has it together, but well, he's would... crazy enough to drive an, he's out, spending from an his... hour south. He's spending his free time threatening you. He I lives close question. to San Diego, you, you drove mentioned... all the way up to beat me up in my house. That takes a special You person. You mentioned yeah, that you know. he does jujitsu. Is it Chiwetel Ijiofor? I'm sorry? Chiwetel Ijiofor. Ah. The star of Red Belt. Oh, oh, or, okay. po- or a quick alternate possibility. Was it David Mamet? Ah. Was he an elderly <laughs> Jew? Did yeah, he want to talk to you about Zionism? He, you know, he did, but he was very young. He was very fit. Did he but, want to talk about different Jewish ethnic groups? He actually wanted you want to, to specify Ashkenazi he wanted, Jews. He wanted to talk to me about Mount Zion, and <laughs> he then put on a Bob Marley shirt and fake dreadlocks. <laughs> cool. and said, Emancipate yourself! And we did reggae back and forth improv. You were just doing that reggae improv. Funny. Uh-huh. You were just <laughs> improvising cool reggae beats. I by jujitsu, I mean improv reggae singing. So what is there, like, are you are you getting yourself into fighting shape if this ever goes down? Uh, no, no. I. Uh, you should get a self defense pen. I've I you know I've I've bought some. Uh, Self-defense pens. Tear gas in a little can that you can hold in your hand like a fist as you spray and punch someone. Wow, the old spray and punch. Yeah, the, it's a pretty... So it's like... But you don't have any self-defense pens? No, no, like James Bond had? It's like a pen that you can use to write, but it's it's super reinforced and sharp, so you can use it to like poke someone's eye oh, out or God. whatever. Well, I'm not willing to do that. I mean, any pen can take out someone's eye. I'm but not this even... is a self-defense pen. Well, if the pen was... Some even... pens are for writing, some are for self-defense. Even if the pen gave me permission to stick it in someone's eye, I would not do so. <laughs> I, this guy, he could have been hitting me. I'm not going to stab out his eye. Did he do anything? Yeah, you would just like think about that at night like for the rest of your life. You'd be like... Going, you know, it's like when you see, you know, some sort of scary image in a movie, and uh, you know, you think about it at inappropriate times. Right. If you would actually stab someone yeah. in the eye, you would be thinking about it that eye popping. Yeah, it would totally. Ruin my life. I will not ever stab anyone. In it the would eye. probably ruin his life too. It's ruin his eyesight, but he'd move on. I think he's got a, you know. Do you think you can be good moral... at jujitsu without depth perception? Because uh... you use, you feel. You use feel. Right, right. To I gauge think space. The whole time he was it's in my room. It's a grappling situation. The whole time he was in my room, his eyes were closed. Did you grapple Chris, him at all? And he, he took the... I don't know why, but he had pulled out chopsticks and killed a fly in midair. <laughs> did you eat any grapple while he was there? I 
Yeah, I, I either. Yeah, Chris. So I, I don't know if this is a detail that that is 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 uh, shareable, but um, I how I found big it, is your I found dick it, and how big is yes. his? Well, you guys had a pea sword fight, right? <laughs> so, at oh, the it's, urinal. It's not a subject change. You just want to know if he and I. Yeah, uh, yeah, we cross streams. He <laughs> uh, he recognized you from TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, when when I talked him down, I realized he wasn't going to beat me up anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hate that I'm this guy. I I will back off if you want. Like I was being an adult. Sure. And he's like, ah, oh, now I can't beat him up. So he tried to insult me just by, it's like, uh, and he said, you're on Fuel TV, and this is this is how you live. Like making fun of how <laughs> messy my room was, and I was like, "Well, I'm doing my taxes, and then uh, I just <laughs> I, frankly, if I if I had known there would be a visitor, I would have uh, cleaned up. I would have put a pot of tea on. He he kind of laughed at that too. So it ended. Yeah, it ended. Yeah, I like that that uh, that idea that uh, if one appears on TV, one is a bazillionaire. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, then. Yeah, my three to four times a month means that I'm not messy and I fold my laundry immediately is what it really translated. I had, My room was a mess. Okay. I like the idea of you guys becoming best friends. Yeah, well, you it's, not, the cards? it's no, there's been since he's contacted this girl since. And, uh, Maybe you guys can who start I'm still a seeing. Uh, she's I, I'm seeing her now. So. Maybe you guys can start a sublime cover band. Maybe. Yeah, he's he should like he lives down in the Long Beach area. I'm sure he wants to do a rendition of date rape. <laughs> that's a song popular sublime, that's song. popular sublime there's song there's a song Day called Ray. Day Ray it's horrible sublime's awful yeah we all liked him at one point but come on let's get let's get we didn't all like him well we all love Mount Zion emancipate what's amazing there's a dog in here that I that I haven't met yet Coco just came in here because she was so excited because she loves reggae Uh, okay cool well well, we we pray for your safety chris thank you and we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go oh my gosh it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective chris fairbanks i've been on every show it's it strikes me that your cell phone might be blowing up yeah yeah early morning blowing up yeah it's blowing and would you say that people are getting in line to party with you tonight? I it's a shame I got this sore throat. Yeah, I There's know. There's gonna be some disappointed Oh, look at that one. Oh man. No, it's just I think my dad. Sexting? Are you sexting? <laughs> no, it's just my dad. Then you know that children send each other explicit text messages and photographs. It's called sexting. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh? America. Oh, okay. that did sound like yeah. Rush Limbaugh. That was a good Limbaugh. I, I, I listened back to it in my mind. That yeah. was a pretty good Rush yeah, Limbaugh. Yeah. The, the last uh, Reader's theory. Digest cover I had uh, or I saw said uh, had a picture of a cell phone and it said sexting question mark. Anyway, <laughs> and there, yeah, I I hate the new theories that kids are up to awful things because of technology. Yeah, uh, I I like nuts. yes, I I Hey, they're way smarter than you were and than I was. So, yeah. lay off. Let them have their blowjob parties or whatever they do. <laughs> I, I I hear the or skittle parties. I don't know, they eat skittles and whatever color. Make out. Like weird I, I, I no, I haven't heard everything's about this. out, you know. The, uh, the kids do anything. You can read about it in the New York Times trend pieces. Yeah. 
Anything you want to know the, what's going on in the world, and you this can is just bad. follow it from a New York Times trend Because they're on, they're always on it. Yeah, some exactly. sort of, you know, oral, oral sex that involves candy. Right. Right. There is some kind of skittle part. I don't, you have to put a skill I've into your urethra. That's why I've never done it. Right. Right. Any kind of candy in my pee hole. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to a Kit Kat? Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh. Yeah, apparently that's a real thing. Give me a break, Chris. But they all <laughs> break me up a piece of that. <laughs> oh. I set them up. You knock them down. Yeah, um, let's do momentous occasions. Huh? On Jordan, Jesse, Go, we like to invite you, the listener, to call in when something momentous happens in your life. And, uh, boy, we've got some nice momentous occasions uh, on the tape today. Hey, guys. Um, I am calling in with a momentous occasion. This is Nick Turner from Brooklyn. Uh, I just drove a Hummer through Times Square while Stephen Baldwin of Biodome and crazy conservative fame uh, hung off the side of the vehicle in a smoothie online commercial uh, that he was directing. Pretty crazy. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. I don't even understand. I don't think I can piece those pieces together in my wow. mind. I was with him until it was a smoothie online. Like, commercial, right. A commercial for smoothies, which is just a type of beverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, and I don't think it's one of those uh, things It was a commercial where, for juice. You know, <laughs> Stephen Ball's like, smoothie, they're great. A great way. <laughs> Whether it's yogurt, ice cream, or just a bunch of juice. I got to get on this Hummer now. Yeah. This is all a lie. I was it, when he when <laughs> he so said fat. the word smoothie, he transformed it in my mind to him with just hanging off the side of a smoothie and what it had initially been a film camera in his hand, it just turned into a giant smoothie. <laughs> so he's in my mind just leaning off this car like wind whipping in the air, looking kind of uh, uh, handsome and blonde but grizzled. And he's just got this enormous smoothie, and he's just kind of got that, like, look on his face. And the smoothie's out at, like, arm's length, and just people are, like, heads are just whipping around. Check out that fucking smoothie. And you don't even think they're recording this? No, I don't think they're recording it. I think it's, like, a magical moment that he's trying to create. Well, I do believe he was driving. Yeah, yeah. I, this is one where I would like to hear the whole story. So if this guy wants to to call up and just I give think a blow he was by blow, it short and sweet. If he hadn't kept it short and sweet, would we would we be talking about it right now? Fair mm, enough. If it included the part where Stephen Baldwin does blow, then yes, yeah. we would. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Joe from Cedar Falls, Iowa. I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. I work at a burrito restaurant in the heart of the bar district in a college town it's quarter to five in the morning and earlier i overheard a college guy say to another college guy you are the van wilder of cedar falls the van wilder of cedar falls that's yeah that's just a magical moment you know that's based on a real person, Van Wilder. Really? Yeah, that you know the guy Bert that was on that Reality Bites back show I did. No, uh, he's. Oh wait, like, yes, I do. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's this fun-loving. Tri- he was great. I liked hanging out with him, and I can see why. But there's some article about him in Rolling Stone that was about him being this party guy at the school, involved with all these party-related functions and organizing event. Like he was the party guy, and someone read that article and then. 
it was inspired Rotango. the movie. So he Van didn't Wilder. get any. He didn't get any of that sweet no, Van Wilder. So. Uh... so I know the real Van Wilder of wow, wherever he's from. Did you party with him? Yeah, he's he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Quick, <laughs> quick question: What kind of animal hair was on his dick? Uh, cheetah. Hi, Barton. Hi, Jesse. I was just calling because I just got my woods and teeth out. I was gonna. I'm kind of high up the medicine, but I'm listening to your show as I lie in my bed and sleep. So thank you. Hi, right, Sarah from Boston. All right, my mom's gonna get mad at me if she knows I'm calling someone, so I'm gonna go. Bye. <laughs> Awesome, I li- right? I like that yeah. one. Yeah, mouthful of gauze. Yeah, I, sh- I just got my wisdom. I don't have an occasion. That's the the best the best time to call in to Jordan Jesse Go is when you are, for all intents and purposes, asleep. Right. <laughs> or your mouth is full of blood and something. Yeah, yeah. And blood, blood and something else. Could yeah. be, Give us a could call. Be blood and anything. Just let yeah. us know what it is. Blood and tequila. Blood and deer urine. <laughs> blood and chicken feathers, in your case, Chris. <laughs> so blood in your mouth and you're also enjoying ice cream? Call us. <laughs> For no reason. We hey, love... Jordan, Jesse, go. This is probably not a 10 on the momentous occasion scale since it happens every year, but... For me, it's still a pretty big deal, and it's the last day of school, and the kids are just about to go nuts, and hopefully, if I time this right... We have to wait for it. This will work out. Wait for it. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. You know, schools are weird places. Things don't happen when they're supposed to happen. (laughs) All right, that's it. That's the announcement. Here we go. Last day of school. Okay. Bye. <laughs> what? She's at a school. Uh-huh. Now, there's some good things about this call. There's okay. a lot of good things. Okay. Number one, I think last day of school is a momentous occasion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's one that hasn't been celebrated on the show in this way before. Right, right. And uh, I think it's we're, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about last days of school in a moment. But before we get to that, I like the fact she's clearly an adult. Yeah, was she a student or a teacher? That was she my is question. clearly a, uh, an adult. Okay, but she does not identify herself as a teacher. Right. So Maybe she works she in could the office. Just be, or, uh... She could just be someone who went to the school to document this occasion yeah. for Jordan Jesse Go, and or for nefarious reasons. In which case, she's kind of creepy. Exactly. <laughs> so I think it's a. I think it's a really magical. It's a magical moment. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just the other day. I was sitting at my uh, sitting standing in my kitchen cooking myself lunch, and remembering how important the last day of school is. Like how they're really, like the reason that Alice Cooper can make a hit record called "School's Out for Summer," right? Even though he's an adult dressed up in weird makeup, right? And it's a topic that's only of interest to eight-year-olds, <laughs> is is because that is really the most amazing thing in the world even even to an adult who remembers that yeah even even just thinking back it's it transcends all creepiness or weirdness or uh nostalgia or you know anything just to think back and think how amazing the last day of school was yeah, we don't get the last day of anything anymore no it's well, nothing we, ends yeah, yeah. Well, there's only one last Retirement. day left for us last day of your mother-in-law's visit huh yeah, am i right I fellas that. i hear that yeah. am i right <laughs> 
Last day of your uh, your analysis, your prostate infection. What? <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Fun to say. I do have a severe uh, infection in my prostate. You do? Somebody did a surgery and oh. they used dirty tools. That's on you? <laughs> That's the only way to get an infection in your prostate that I'm aware of. Uh, sitting at the edge of an algae-riddled hot tub uh, <laughs> did it for me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, don't let it sit in a stagnant puddle. Oh, anyway. gosh. Not tip first, at least. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I want to I say something to one caller called in with a, quick, uh, with a quick question they wanted to run by me. They said they were in downtown San Francisco, beautiful downtown San Francisco, and they saw uh, a guy dressed in an exceptionally dapper manner in uh, a classic uh, tuxedo, a white dinner jacket, um, with two with two very beautiful young women with him who uh-huh. were dressed similarly formally, um, and he thought it might have been me. Yes, of course it was me. Yeah. Of course it was me. Yeah. San Francisco. You've yeah. kicked it yeah. around there. Yeah. I course. mean, you're going to see a, a, you see a class act in San Francisco, two beautiful women. Uh-huh. Who else is it going to be? It's you. It could possibly be former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown. So the question is, is it an African-American gentleman or a white gentleman? Right. He should have been more specific. If it's Are an African-American gentleman. Are we ruling out gentleman. Huey Lewis? Well, Are we ruling out? Huey Lewis has the women on his arm. There's no doubt about that. I know that from uh, my mother-in-law's reaction the time that she saw him at Pete's Coffee. Um, I hear that every time you see him, he actually has a saxophone and he's surrounded (laughs) by smoke. It's weird. He drinks his coffee through a saxophone. It's amazing. Which seems weird to me. Anything he needs to ingest, he has to just dump in the saxophone. He actually lives uh, outside Missoula, Montana. A good friend of mine. uh, Parents are his neighbor. Oh wow! Oh. Well, you know he all he also I think lives in Marin County. He must have more than one home. Yeah, see him Hamilton in Marin County. He's regularly in uh, Hamilton. I you think know what? We're fighting now. I think I've <laughs> I think I've <laughs> said Guys, this. Just got weird. <laughs> I think I've said this uh, on the show before, but um, you won't get me to say an ill word about Mr. Huey Lewis. I really like him. I like love his work. I love his songs. I mean, I don't wouldn't listen to them. It like I wouldn't buy a CD of Huey Lewis songs, but I'm totally fine. If but they if come one was on. On during the credits of Back to the Future, I yeah. would do. It would just make me feel glad. I love his attitude. I like how I like how you know this is a guy who's you know there's there's different kinds of celebrities and there's when you live in a town that doesn't have a lot of celebrities if you're not New York or Los Angeles mm-hmm. you know you know you can get a sense of the rep of us the celebrity the local celebs you know like I know that Don Johnson is a dick. Right. Uh, Cheech Marin has an amazing art collection. Uh-huh. And uh, by all accounts, uh, Huey Lewis is a super nice guy. Yeah, uh, there's no way he's not. He's a he's a class act, and I'm sorry if his rock and roll music isn't arty enough for you. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to make people be happy and have a great time, whether it's at a rock and roll concert, in the soundtrack of a movie, or an opening day of a San Francisco Giants baseball game. So long as it's not the '90s yet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to know what celebrity news I gleaned from living in Orange County? Yeah, Jordan. Roger Lodge, host of Blind Date. Yeah, Roger Lodge. Let's kids drink at his house. <laughs> It's wow. one of those situations where he takes their keys and lets the kids drink. And if they Does sleep he even over know there, these kids? <laughs> I I don't know if he's related to them or not. I think wow. it's his kids' friends. Where is his it's one of those situations? Dick during this time, <laughs> in or out? All over the dick. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's hard. So hard. It's to, a bit of a free agent. It's hard to get a, a bead on card, it. Hard to I get a bead on Roger Lodge's dick. It's yeah. in a jar on the mantle. I hear that. <laughs> I met him at a party once. He seemed nice. Yeah. He seemed like a kid. Was he letting you drink? Bundler. 
Yeah. And he was I okay was. with you drinking at the party? Yeah. I wow. mean, granted, I was 27 at the time. Mm, still, though, I don't think you should yeah. be encouraging that. You I should do have be a boy, so I look young. Yeah, I look yeah. young. Or I did. Hey, Jordan Jesse, this is Will from Chicago. Uh, I just went to check my mail today, and among all the other crap, there was a little plastic baggie that contained a pin that had a big R on it and said under that, Realtor. And I think maybe I just got inducted into a secret society of real estate agents. I've never sold a house before. I've never taken any classes, but I'm ready to give it a shot. So if anyone would want, like me to sell their house on a uh, secret black market of high-stakes real estate, just let me know. Thanks, guys. See, I Will has a positive attitude. He has a winning yeah. attitude. That's why this guy, I, as far as I'm concerned, this guy's in the boner society. Because he is ready to go. He's reaching for the stars. He's living the Boner Society's motto ever skyward. And and the Boner Society is still something I need to be educated on. Okay, so it's a society. It's an organization that and I've we established. Should be, we should be resetting this anyways. Yeah, so. I, mean, I mean, this is an organization that I've established. Um, uh-huh. I'm its leader. Um, but there are certainly other uh, there are certainly other prominent members of Jordan included. I'm um, an officer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, basically, what it is is we use the the male the engorgement of the male member of blood as, with blood as a metaphor sure. for reaching one's full potential, engorging oneself with success, ambition. Skill, big ideas, talent, big ideas, and not necessarily women or sex. No, it has nothing to do yeah. with women or sex. People think it has to do with women or sex. It's it misleading. Does not. It's misleading because of the name. Uh, hmm. Now look at me here. It is. It does have to do with women in the uh-huh. sense that women are just as welcome in the boner society or TBS oh, wow. as are men. Now there have been some concerns. There's been uh, number one. One concern was when we call it TBS. Will we upset Ted Turner, who we already uh, have a tenuous relationship with? We've been considering making him our nemesis for quite some time and sort of have vacillated back and forth between bringing him into the fold and making him our enemy. Right. Um, this is really going to be problematic, especially given that uh, you know, we, had people make, uh, we had people make badges or coats of arms for uh, the Boner Society, TBS. And uh, one person did make one that had a photograph of uh, Ted Turner and Captain Planet on it. Oh wow, That's um, nice. which seems doesn't seem appropriate to me. No, um, but yes, the Boner Society is very real, and I, I want to welcome you to join. Now, here's my only concern, though, oh, okay. Chris. This is and this is a sincere concern. I know, um, you know, you work for Fuel TV. Mm-hmm. You're an action sports enthusiast. Yeah. Um, you do, you like to snowboard. I do. Uh, you like to skateboard. I like to skateboard. You're wearing Nike SBs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I know what kind of guy you are. Okay. And that kind of guy is not necessarily welcome in the Boner Society. Really? Unless. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you feel like you are living or prepared to live the motto ever skyward? Because I, this is not a place for layabouts. This is not a place for long hairs. Okay. It's some My long hair's hairs. A long. Some some long hairs certainly, but this you, is this is not a part, be... this is not a place for trustafarians. Oh, I am not rich. This is not this is this is a place I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. Depending on circumstances, this is typically a place for somebody who uh 
make sure to put a pot of coffee on before a guy comes over to teach him jujitsu. <laughs> right. You're right. Well, maybe I need to think about it. Then. Okay, think well, about, I'd think about it. I'd love to be a member. I need right. to think about it. But I'm... you're making a commitment. If and that's that, the point now, I'm just making. Night, we would might love not to be have, the time. We would love to have you as a member because, obviously, I like you a lot. I don't know if you can tell that, but I mean that sincerely. I really like you right, a lot, right. Chris. I know Jordan thinks the world of you, thinks you're just one of the funniest guys he's ever known, and, and just thinks it's such a pleasure to well, work with you, you on the occasion that Thank he gets the both. chance to I mean, do plus that. Plus, we need all the celebrity cachet we can get. In right. This I mean, thing. you're certainly, I, I mean, you're well known among uh, jujitsu instructors and 20 year olds alike. Yeah. And the only question is then, am I up for it? Right. Do I have the. Uh... Do you have the blood, metaphorically well, you know, speaking, to you guys... engorge your metaphorical uh, right. member? Not metaphoric, not sexually. No, not sexually. So a woman can yell. A woman could be part of a cooking class and do well, get an A on her right. quiche, and say, I have such a food boner. Or right. do you not yell boner? We, we don't use <laughs> – we prefer – I mean, this is, a, this is, to be frank with you uh-huh. – I think it's a little déclassé to talk about boners too much um, it, because people will often be... It is the name of the society, though. It's going to come up. Well, I mean, what, what we try and do is keep it above board, uh, keep things refined, okay. keep things classy. That I can do. Um, stick out a pinky if we're drinking from a smaller no, uh, teacup. Now you're describing me. So um, little... yeah. Cucumber sandwiches, possibly. I'm worried that if I'm motivated enough. We like racket sports. I like Tall to lay, ships. I like to relax. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Guys... Tall ships, the Cuddy Sark, the HMS Bounty. <laughs> These are all examples. Um, I, I want to be a member. We'll just have to talk. I need to get a brochure or okay. something. Well, I, I've got I've got a lot of hope for you, Thank Chris. You. I'm I'm really like um, I can I can I can let me put it this way, and this is a metaphor, of course, but I can see your boner now. Right, metaphorically, you're in the bone zone. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Jesse, go. Better too. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, this is a fun show, don't you think? It was. No, I just Chris. Did you think? Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. I feel a little ill. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to bring this You've up. You've been gargling with salt water. It didn't I, come across. Okay, good. I, I, mean, I think that's, throat... po- that's points on your TBS application. Ah, Superstation. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Donor Society. Sorry. Yeah. God, I'm already... Please no. don't hold that against me. No, we will. I want to bring up something. Damn. We've uh, we've reignited a, uh, a an old feature, the High Five Contest. Yeah. Um. This is where people take pictures of themselves giving high fives, and they send them in for points, and there's ways to get more points. Uh, one of the ways is to take a picture of yourself high-fiving a celebrity. Right. If you live in Austin or the surrounding area, mm-hmm. this coming week, you have a chance to high-five Chris Fairbanks and get that extra high-five contest Jordan. point. Jordan. Yes. Two extra points. This is a wow. triple-point high-five. Because this is an assignment. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is a celebrity, and maybe and past guest, a past guest. Is that yeah. also a? Yeah, okay. I think past. I think past guests. How about this? Two two bonus points for any Jordan Jesse Go or Sound of Young America guest uh, that you high five. Think about what you're saying. 
I know. I'm I'm overvaluing these, but um, <laughs> that's what we need to do at the end of the day. And if people want, so this is what this is essentially what we're offering people if they live in the Austin, Texas area. Number one, we're offering them a chance to get uh, triple points, right? Two bonus points for a high five with Chris Fairbanks. Number two, we're offering them a shot at a keytar uh, with Turntables T-shirt. Right. They'd have to purchase it. When I say offering a shot at, I mean that they would have the opportunity to purchase it. I this. want to try and make my money back. Yeah, T-shirt. Quite an expenditure. Number three, we're offering them a chance to enjoy a headlining set from Mr. Chris Fairbanks, who will be recording a comedy CD in Austin, Texas. That's right. And that's June 9th through 13th? Yes. It's Tuesday through Sunday. It's like a whole full run. This week. Yeah, it's like a, the whole nine yards of Cap, at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, the premier comedy club in Austin, Texas. It is. I'm pre- guessing. I'm guessing there's it not is that the best many one. of them. It is the best one. Eh, there's a couple. Okay, good. So it's the top, but it's this is the top. Oh, one. it's the A room. Yeah, and you're the you're the A talent. Well, as we just heard, that's I like to think so. It's my first time headlining there. I've worked there many, many times. It's kind of my home club, actually. Yeah. So, so there you nice go. To go back. So we're talking about capacity. We're talking about uh, Fairbanks. Headlining at Cap City in Austin, triple points. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen people are already started in on the new wave of the uh, high five contest. A, a young a young lady asked asked in the in the high five contest thread, could she use old high five contest pictures from last year? The answer is, fuck no. Yeah, what? Yeah, what fuck what no. the fuck kind of You're contest do you think this is? She pitches this to me as as a bonus to longtime listeners. Look, if I wanted to give a bonus to longtime <laughs> listeners, I would do that. But I don't want to. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere, but it didn't yeah. go anywhere. But um, the point of the, the point is, I, I saw in a young lady's live journal page. Uh, I can't remember what her what her live journal name was. It, it involved the Japanese word kawaii, uh, meaning cute. Um, and uh, and she had already posted some that she had done at school. Okay, she was well on her way. Are are, are you? I'm not asking you guys. You're not. Right. You're ineligible. I'm asking the listener. I'm rhetorically asking, are you yeah. on your way? He's pointing right now like an Uncle Sam poster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, high 509, isn't that our, our Flickr code? I think so, yes. Yeah, so tag it. High 509, High 509 um, on Flickr. You upload them. You get a point for every high five you take a picture of. You get uh, a point for uh, an extra point if you take it in front of a major landmark or notable place. Uh, number three, you get an extra point for a high five, and you get two extra points for high fiving someone who uh, uh, has been on Jordan Jesse Go or has been on The Sound of Young America. Oh, that's great! Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And you cannot get you cannot get more than one point for high fiving a given person. So you can't just go with your buddy and go from place to place high fiving. Right, right, right. You can only get one one point per person. I got gotcha. you. It's amazing, Jordan. We're changing the world. Yeah. If you have thoughts about the show, 206-984-4FUN, the number to call if you want to share a momentous occasion. You have advice for Jordan's Red Bull addiction, or if you have ideas about what I should do about my world collapsing around me. Um, and, uh, uh, of course, Chris Fairbanks is at the Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas. You're on the inter- interweb, too, right? I am. I am. I, what my is it? ChrisFairbanks.com? It is. It's kind of under construction. ChrisFairbanks.com. Uh, and you can see, if you go to FuelTV.com, Fuel, is it Fuel.TV? Fuel.TV. If you go to Fuel.TV, you can uh, type in Chris Fairbanks' name into the video player, and That's you'll right. find some of the cool videos that he's made for Fuel, which I've watched and I think are hilarious and oh, really thank great. You. Yeah, I enjoy They're really that. funny. What's that called? Sun, sun uppers, sundowners. 
the sunrise Don Patrol. Oh, Don. About Don. The sun, yeah, Don. the Sunshine Boys, the Sunshine Gang. Yeah, <laughs> Don Patrol. There you go, Don Patrol. I like that. Chris oh, plays a uh, turn of the century orphan. <laughs> yeah, who goes around looking for apples? Sunshine kids. Mm-hmm. When we aren't picking pockets, we're picking friends. Chris plays a turn. <laughs> Chris plays a turn of the century orphan. Who travels the world looking for Roger Lodge's house. <laughs> so he can get the, drunk and fucked. But here's the thing. It's the turn of the 25th century. Meepsorped. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Okay, we'll see you next week on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Meepsorped.